type. Are you doing a showing an artifact? And I think we are on. Here we are indeed. All right, sweet. Everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is our nightly live with Historical Light. And we've got a special guest with us this evening, Brother Craddock. Hello, Hello everybody. So Historical Light has uh, decided we're going to do nightly lives uh, during this whole virus deal uh, to go in line with the Grand Lodge of England doing their special toasts, uh, traditional special toasts at 9 p.m. Decided we go live at around 8.45, uh, share a little bit of history or a historical item, and uh, then have our ending toast at 9. So we're lucky enough this evening, we're actually recording a awesome episode uh, with Brother Craddock here, and he was kind enough to stick around, and he said he would even offer up our toast this evening. So with that, the item that I brought tonight, Robert shared very cool, very well done painting uh, by his grandmother last night. I was really impressed, actually, by the quality there. Um, very amused by the note on the back of it. That was a, that was a surprise afterwards. But uh, so I, I've talked on the show many times, um, and actually in the episode we recorded tonight about my father-in-law that passed away last year. He's my uh, Masonic father, uh, mentor, and uh, very, very deeply involved in masonry and uh, pol politics and everything he could get his hands on. Um, but one of his prides uh, was George Washington. And there's actually a George Washington tree or a sapling of a George Washington tree in Lenexa where he lives or lived. Uh, and he took care of that tree personally for many, many years. Every holiday, uh, uh, federal holiday, he'd go out there and place American flags all around it. Um, just that tree meant everything to him. It was, it was from George Washington as a personal connection to him. Uh, so he made sure from the time it was planted uh, up until his last days that it, it had attention going to it, that it was getting taken care of, um, that everyone knew about it. Well, uh, Brother Keith McMinnon from uh, Cambridge up in uh, Massachusetts sent me a really, really cool gift. And it was literally, I mean, it came in literally two days before he passed away. I, I think I showed him this either two days or the day before he passed away. Um, Keith never told me what he was sending me. Just asked me for my address, said, I got something I want to send your way. By all means. Um, I was pretty stunned. I, I, I hadn't had that previous conversation with him before, but it was just kind of one of those draw the luck things. This is what arrived. Now, this is a Washington Elm gavel. Uh, the head of this gavel was actually made from the original Washington Elm tree. Wow. Yeah. It looks uh, like uh, the head of the gavel is also shaped like an actual gavel too, right? Yes, not a, it not is. A mallet or a... It is, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the handle is, is just wood, just to clarify that. It's just the head of the gavel that's actually from the tree. And then we've got this down here on the very tip of it. It's actually inscribed. And what it says on there is says, this gavel's head is from a piece of the Washington elm that was taken down in 1923 due to disease. At the time, it was 200 and year, it was 210 years old, and it was said that General George Washington stood under this tree when he took command of the Continental Army on July 3rd, 1775. Many believe that this was possibly a myth, but today the stories are still told about this, and uh, it's an icon into history. This gavel was presented on May 24th of 1928 to St. John's Lodge Number 1. Uh, looks like it was uh, found in 1757 in New York City. 
Today is the oldest lodge in the state of New York. It was presented by St. John's Lodge of Boston, 1733, upon a fraternal visit, the oldest lodge in Massachusetts. Says the ancient York Masons and ancient accepted Masons, a title held perhaps by no other lodge in the United States. Uh, it was donated to the Cambridge Masonic Temple in 2015. Um, they, over the last few years, have kind of been down, uh, downsizing some of their collection. Uh, he wanted to make sure it went into uh, good hands of somebody that would uh, appreciate it for what it is. Like I said, I had no idea what was actually coming my way, um, but I was able to take this, uh, like I said, day before my father-in-law passed away, uh, take that up to hospice and actually let him hold it and see it and uh, it was a pretty special moment, um, as you can imagine, but more so that, you know, I shared that with Brother Keith and he was blown away too. just the uh, just just the happening of it. You know, he didn't quite plan it that way. I didn't plan it that way. But um, one of those moments that I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, obviously, I cherish this more for that reason, even um, than what it is. So it's a piece that will always stay within my collection and, and mean a great, great deal to me. With that, Brother Craddock, since we got you on tonight, I want to give you a chance. You've got some pretty uh, cool stuff in the background there. What is uh, something you could share with us? Oh, show and tell time, huh? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> in the background, let's look and see. Oh, so if you can see this right here. Yes, indeed. That's the oldest apron that I have in my collection. It probably dates to about the 1780s. Uh, I don't know anything about the maker, uh, and I can only give you a rough guesstimate of the age by what I've learned about the ability to judge the, the, how old aprons are. It's very, uh, very indicative of that kind of uh, early, uh, either the colonial era or the early U US uh, time frame. Uh, what else have I got? Oh, this, uh, if you heard, if you listen to uh, the uh, episode that we just taped later, this apron right here is one of the first three aprons that I ever created. Uh, I painted it for a friend of mine who was in the reenacting group that I was in, who passed away last year. Hmm. And uh, his son, gave, who is not a Mason, gave that back to me. And I'm keeping it to the time where if his son ever decides to join the craft, he's going to get it. But that, that's awesome. That is one of the first three aprons that I ever, ever produced. One of those, you know, I made three at the same time when I made the first one. And uh, that's one of them. This over here, right there. Yep. I don't know if anybody can see the detail on that, but we were talking about the trip that Stoops and I took to Scotland earlier, and we happened to go by the Robert Burns Birthplace Museum, and in it is his Masonic apron. So guess what I'm making an authentic hand-painted copy of? Oh, no way. That's awesome, man. Yes way. Yeah. Very, so that's very on my cool easel right now. So what... What is the coolest artifact you maybe have in your collection? What, what's your favorite piece you have in your collection? Because you're you're a man of history for sure. I know you've got some cool stuff. You know, there's a number of things that that I could uh, 
that, that I could pull out to show. I'm trying to see if I've got anything in here of particular interest that uh, that I have. I'm surrounded by old aprons, uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. Uh, golly, if I had to say the coolest thing. Oh, that's 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 one that I was caught off guard with. I've got to think about that. And I'm trying to think of what I can bring up in front of the computer to show, but most of my things are hanging on the wall or um, the only thing I've got to show off on my desk right now is a bottle of Pindarin. So, uh, Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's uh, that's why we're here, right? We're going to do that toast. This is, this is, this is the, the toasting beverage of choice this evening. This is a Welsh whiskey made at the Pindarin. Pindaren Distillery and the Brecon Beacons. Uh, it is uh, it's my personal go-to favorite. I brought this bottle this bottle back for me uh, last summer when I was over in Wales. Cracked it open tonight for this special occasion since you've given me the honor to uh, fantastic for the toast and uh, that, that that'll be my show and tell for this evening. Fantastic. Well, in uh, in the words of our dear friend brother James Jack, why no? <laughs> yeah, I love keeping up with all his posts, man. He's everywhere he goes. He's always with his wee Helen. Oh, okay. I'm going to pull something off my wall that I want to show. Hey, let's do it. This, this goes back to annual communication two years ago. Okay. And at that time, the Grand Lodge was having a competition for designing its first permanent yes. hard plastic dues card. Yes. Which you may have in your pocket. I do. And uh, lo and behold, the design that I that I uh, suggested won the competition. And anyone who knows me knows that it really makes me uncomfortable to be called up in front of people to be recognized for anything. And uh, Darren Kel Kellerman, hello, Darren, if you're out there, uh, called me up on stage at the banquet that evening. And so I have a special presentation for Brother Craddock. It won the, the competition for the dues card and I go up there and I'm, you know, it's killing me because I'm up in front of all these people, you know, getting a, a recognized for something I would do anyway, right? And he hands me this frame and, um, and I don't even look at, it. you know, everybody's clapping, you know, and he knows I'm dying inside because he knows me well. And I go back to the table. I have this frame thing, which I just sit down on the table face down. I don't even look at it. And about 10 minutes later, I thought, okay, I need to, I, I need to see what this is that they gave me. And, 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 and so I've hung it on my wall. And this is one of my favorite Masonic artifacts that's, that, that I have a connection with. This is a certificate uh, uh, that, that says, if we couldn't design our own dues card, why do you think we have a, a custom certificate made for you? So uh, I so remember this, that. Yeah, this is the best thing ever right here. And it hangs in a very prominent place uh, on my office wall. So that's, uh, uh, I love it. It's the best thing ever. That right sounds there. like the sense of humor I've come to know from past Grandmaster. Oh, yeah. Kellerman. That oh, is yeah. really funny. And I just dropped it, so I'll hang that up later. And that's technically a big deal, Kellerman, by the way. <laughs> a big deal, Kellerman. <laughs> no, I do. I remember. Uh, I remember you getting that. More importantly, I remember you uh, posting it when you got back home and it was hysterical because you had it hanging on the wall next to all these other like prominent awards and stuff. 
Yeah, there exactly. it is, right in the middle. That's it. Fantastic. Spot on. Well, brothers, uh, we are two minutes away. So, Brother Craddock, I am going to hand it over to you. Uh, and we really appreciate you uh, being with us tonight, not only for the episode, everyone keep an eye out for that, um, but for staying with us and offering up a toast this evening. It means a lot. Well, uh, thank you, brother. It's a great honor for me to be asked to give this toast this evening. Uh, as I mentioned in the, the episode we recorded earlier, my first experience with a festive board was when I was living in Wales in the uh, early and mid-90s. And of course, at that time, I learned about the nine o'clock toast and, uh, and was taught why the nine o'clock toast is given at nine o'clock. And that's because if, I don't know, can you, if you can see my clock back there, but if it's, it's, I don't have it running at the moment, but it is set to nine o'clock. And the nine o'clock toast is given because on an analog clock, the arms form a right angle, uh, mm -hmm. a square. And uh, so at that time, and I'm watching the clock, I've got 8.59. So um, it, 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 that's the time that we uh, have been charged with remembering absent brethren. And uh, absent brethren does not necessarily mean uh, those that have passed away. It could also be those that are not at your gathering that you're used to seeing. So it's appropriate to, to remember uh, the brothers that, that you would like to see. And in this time, when we do have to keep a distance and meet each other electronically like this. In essence, we're all absent from the company that we're used uh, to keeping. And so um, when, when we think about our, our brethren being apart during this time, uh, I think it is appropriate as it just turned nine o'clock to remember those who have gone before us and those whose company we cannot join uh, at the current time. So brethren, it is nine o'clock and I give you absent brethren. Absent brother. Yeah, absent brother. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Brother Craddock. Now, I'm interested what you guys were toasting with this evening. Personally here, I've got the, uh, well, my wife grabbed one at random. But it's a Grand Lodge of Kansas um, toasting can, uh, cannon. This one appears to be from the 2019 Leadership Academy. I don't know if you guys can see a little bit of that logo there. Uh, Brother Craddock, I think you had one of your special glasses. You mind sharing? Yeah, I found this at a, at a little company that makes clever designs. Oh, uh, no skulls in masonry. At no skulls <laughs> in masonry. That's right. Uh, this is a glass. I chose it for tonight uh, because of that. Uh, I call this design Memento Mori. And um, it's something that is available through the Craftsman's Apron. It's a deep etched cut. It's not frosted on there. It's hard yeah, to see. That's quality. Actually cut on there and uh, and i'm enjoying a, a wee drop of pendarin to toast to this evening fantastic well you know that uh that goes very well with the historical light logo as uh we use memento mori as part of our uh our logo and design as well because it means a great deal brother robert what are you toasting with tonight brother oh you mean me yeah oh uh sorry <laughs> i was ordering one of those memento mori <laughs> Well, before I show you what I toasted with, I will re-show you, since people haven't seen the episode yet, my Craftsman apron, uh, tessellated square apron, my all-seeing eye Craftsman apron lapel pin. I'll remind everyone that this year's Texas District Deputy Grandmaster aprons were made by Brother Craddock, 
And I will show you what I toasted with. This is, as it's labeled, I don't know if you can see it, Robert's Flagon. Uh, this <laughs> was made by Tom McGuire down at Fossil Bluff. He surprised me with it at Robert Burns Lodge during their last meeting when I gave the Immortal Memory. And it's full of Shiner Prickly Pear beer. Fantastic. Yes, Brother McGuire. He's another one that has some fantastic products out there. I was going to say shout out to Brother McGuire because he's Indeed. a great designer and creates fantastic products. Indeed. Well, with that, guys, I want to thank everyone for joining in. Um, this, you know, obviously means a great deal for us to be able to have some time with all of you live. Uh, Historical Light doesn't lo do a whole lot of lives, but, you know, this means a lot to be able to share a few minutes, especially uh, a few meaningful minutes like this and share a toast with you in the evening. So uh, keep in mind, we're going to be doing this every evening, 845 to 9, we'll share a little bit of history and end it with a toast. So with that said, we will see you all tomorrow and uh, stay safe out there. All right. Take care. Good night, brethren.